that. This is Tear game. Three. This is game night today. Well, welcome to another episode of Call You and Foul. Um, our special guest Brandon Mealy, friend of the show. He's been here once already. Hello. We did not think Alec tonight. Today was supposed to be a live <laughs> coverage. Like this is we didn't record yesterday we, because Alec should. When been we made today. this <laughs> show, we wanted to be counter news to CNN and Fox right now because if you're watching their coverage, you are learning nothing. If you're just getting spun. Like there, there isn't. They treat it like it's an eight-hour event when, in all reality, the news happens within two hours. And having John King with his magic board just sitting there reporting counties at one percent <laughs> is really getting nobody anywhere. Like you see what you happened on election night, where they reported they knew that the blue votes weren't coming in. So instead of saying that and saying you're going to have to wait till nine o'clock to start getting accurate information, ten o'clock, they decided no, we're just going to report it as if Trump's winning by a landslide. And then reported like, oh, here's the big blue wave. It didn't. It never had to be that way. They could have held their courage and not created the panic that they did. Mm-hmm. So here we're trying to put things in context. And as far as this election goes, it's like what? It's about seven o'clock at night now. Uh, right now? Yeah. So we got. It is seven o'clock. Okay. So we, on the dot. We got a couple hours here. Eight o'clock. They'll start coming in. That's meaningless. You don't have enough to we actually. Yeah, we're it. not going to know for like a week. No, no. I think that's where we're going to try. And my prediction is right now. You're going to have the Democrats start off with a lead, substantial lead, because Georgia fixed their mail-in ballots. Mm. They have it so when I say fixed, they didn't stop them, but they can at least process them quickly. The, the way it was on November 3rd, it, that's what, Georgia wasn't called till Friday. Trump was winning until Friday. Yeah. All right. I, I have to admit something here. I, sure. I'm very ignorant of what's going on. I'm no. definitely the layman. In yeah, this group. yeah. You're f- so I'm just going to ask. You're, questions you're supposed to be a Democrat. You're supposed to be the Democrat here. That, that's a- Alec provides the Democratic counter to like. <laughs> I'm, not I'm, I'm trying. Here. I'm trying to go through the current events and like th- this isn't news. We are not breaking news. We are trying to put it in context. We are acknowledging that both major networks spin for their party. Yes. Yeah. If if you're an onlooker and you're trying, whether it's investing in stocks for me, it's gambling on the politics itself. You have to know whether you're being sold bullshit or not. Mm-hmm. Like that's and when both channels have a very obvious vested interest in making you think one way, that you, you, you want to know that upfront. Yeah, they have a product they're yes. selling basically. Yes. So what I wanted to start here with something stupid that the news does is they bring up when they're talking about complex legal cases, they throw around amendments: Twelfth Amendment, Nineteenth Amendment, Sixth Amendment, Fifth Amendment, mm-hmm. without ever actually reading the amendment. They'll go like, okay, right now CNN. Oh, you mean explaining it to the viewers? Yes, right yeah. now, right now CNN is going. Oh, it's not possible what they want to do tomorrow. But if it were, they're talking about the amend- the twelfth amendment, and that's that hasn't been used in blah 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 blah. Right, because they're not trying to educate their no, listener. No, they're just telling you dismiss it when you hear it. Dismiss it. When Fox comes on, or when the, when the Trump's legal team comes on, they don't want. To, no one wants to admit that their case is flimsy. You want to be over the top with it. So going through the twelfth amendment and picking up it apart sentence by sentence. Then you're going to make the public not – you want to appear like you're 100% right. <laughs> so you come out and go, I'm bringing the 12th Amendment. Spe- it speaks for itself. And then they go, and we, we just accept that. If there will be a Supreme Court hearing. They'll say yay or nay. No one will even take the time to read the, the, the jurisprudence, the judge's interpretation of the actual amendment. So mm-hmm. tomorrow there is this t- attempt to up- unseed the electors. There is, this is a process in our Constitution, so I'm just going to read that. Line by line, and we're going to stop and break it down. Because this is most cool. – I, I was saying this in my mind thinking, like, they could just put up a little chyron with the amendment underneath it while they're talking. They wouldn't even have to read it. it most time, the amendments are like one paragraph. This mm-hmm. is a long one. 
This is a long one. This wasn't part of the original. Are you going to read it word for word? Or word, you can w- word for word. I got my pocket okay. dictionary on here. We're going <laughs> to nice. leave this in the, in the yeah. office. All right. We ha- uh, This is tough with the microphone blocking my vision. Can you go- um, Am I hearing okay? Yeah, you're All good. Right. Just talk into it. The electors shall meet in their, rep- in their respective states and vote by ballot for president and vice president, one of whom at least shall not be an inhabitant of the same state with themselves. Now, why is that important? Because I had a theory that the Democrats have just been waiting to pull Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And the cleanest time to do that would be like now when they already have everything done. Say he has, we're going to play a clip in another table, mm-hmm. and just make up an illness and pull him out. Because mm-hmm. in that scenario, Kamala Harris moves to president, Nancy moves to VP. Why can't they do that now before the electors are seated? Because you can't have the vice president and president from the same state. The, the, the people of California, the electors cannot, the, the way that just worded, mm-hmm. you cannot vote for if both candidates are from the same state as you. So if the ticket is Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi, the people of California cannot vote. Right. That, that's the first sentence here. And I, I'm going to make an argument when they do do this, when Biden gets in and they pull him after two weeks, two months, his 100-day challenge, I don't know. Nancy can't be seated. Right. This goes away from no longer would the House Majority Speaker be third in line. But the uh, the president pro tempore of the Senate, since Mike Pence, the, the VP, is the president of the Senate, the acting Republican Party, whoever they're, you get to pick who it is, is then fourth in line. Hmm. So that would be Chuck Grassley right now. However, if Georgia flips tonight, which that's why this, this is all going to keep wrapping back I into each other. I thought it would be other. Mitch McConnell. If Georgia flips, the uh, Democrats okay. are in control, and they mm-hmm. will get to pick who their VP would be. Yeah, yeah, so I'm going right. to make this challenge on Nancy, and they're going to be like, screw you, Greg. We'll just go with our Democratic pick if we don't hold the prime. Georgia doesn't hold. What's going on Red with Georgia tonight? right now? <sighs> um, it's a runoff election for both their Senate seats. Let, let, let me finish this here. Okay, this, okay. this goes, this goes yeah. nicely into Georgia because it's Georgia is an issue. It's an issue. <laughs> <laughs> it's an issue all to itself, and this is – we're going to have to stop three or four more times here. Okay, so we just got that. Blah, blah, shall not be an inhabitant of the same state with themselves. They shall name in their balance – the, the person voted for as president, and in distinct ballots, the person voted for as vice president. And they shall make distinct lists of all persons voted for as president, and of all persons voted as vice president, and of the number of votes for each, which lists they shall give and certify and transmit sealed to the seat of the government of the United States, directed to the president of the Senate. Why did I just read all that? Because when we're talking about getting rid of the electoral college and the mail-out ballots, how like constitutional they are, we— this is a very in-depth process, and this was like this is our founders. They had an issue in 1804, and that I had just read this before, like 15 minutes before we came in. So I don't know the history of this amendment. It was made in 1804, so it wasn't on the in the original mm-hmm. Bill of Rights. That said, I think this is an argument for why mail-in ballots, and this is why we need the electoral college. Because as you're going to see through the remainder of this rule, this we we take a whole lot of measures to avoid corruption. Like we're aware that if there is any any appearance of foul play, this whole thing could be for nothing. The whole Constitution. Mm-hmm. So when we're just casually like, because that might be in a couple months here, we might be talking about blowing up the electoral college if there's fifty fifty. If they da- yeah, if Georgia goes Democrat in both seats tonight, it, it's yeah. it's worth noting how much we take. This is just to get the names of the people who are going to vote, how their state tells them to do. Okay, so it's to, it's given to the president of the Senate, aka Mike Pence. Right now, the president of the Senate shall, in the presence of the Senate and House of Representatives, open all the certificates and votes shall be shall then be counted. 
the person having the greatest number of votes for president shall be the president. If such number be a majority of the whole number of electors appointed, and if no person have such majority, then from the persons having the highest numbers, not exceeding three on the list of those voted for as president. Long, complicated way of saying is if no one gets 270, that's half of the 539 total electors, then it's going to be kicked to the House of Representatives. That's what I'm going to read next. So like that, and what I find interesting is they leave room for a third party. They say that if, if you have three people that manage to get votes from the Electoral College, that all three are sent to the House of Representatives. Why is this big? This opens the room for a third party in the future, I think. Hmm. In, in a very interesting, you don't need to be, like when the Senate picks, let's say you only get five electors. If that's enough to stop e either party from getting to 270, then the, the House of Representatives can pick you. And that's going to take work for like the libertarians we like to talk about. But I'm thinking more lobbyist group. I'm thinking more something like the Barstool Saloon League, where you have not Republican, not Democrat, just supporting businesses that want to be open. Just, just more importantly, fighting government officials who want to close businesses. Mm. So that just like the anti-saloon league used to be in the 1920s, they didn't care whether you were red or blue. They just cared that you were anti-alcohol. Wouldn't that kind of fall in line with libertarian? Sort of, but th this is libertarian is trying to build a party from the top down. Bars, if we were to create a lobby that could get electors. If they would get elected in, more in, in like states, Because like in, in, in California, yeah. they don't understand how ridiculous the laws are on restaurants in PA. Or, and when I say California, in Florida. So it's like, it, it's not, it was relevant everywhere. Like not every small business needs protection. Only right, in certain right. states. So like here, this would be a big issue for anybody who is implementing it. Whether they're Toomey or they're Casey. Democrats or Republicans that are letting this happen. And not for any of them. This is just, a, there would just be a sm based off small businesses. Mm -hmm. And if, in one of these states, like Michigan, PA, Wisconsin, Nevada, that get particularly bad, and a state decides to vote for that third party, well, then it looks like we're going to go into the House of Representatives. That, that is not what I believe is going to happen tomorrow. Mm -hmm. The goal tomorrow is when Mike Pence goes to read this list, a House of Representative member and a senator is going to stand up and say, I object to this state, the seating of this state. Once one of them do it, we have to adjourn it and have a two-hour-long conversation, mm -hmm. at least – I'm hearing Republicans talking, and I'm looking at their list of starters like Ted Cruz. This is the filibuster team. Yeah. This is the guys that go up and talk for like 20 hours. Ted Cruz is the guy who read yeah, Green Eggs Green and Eggs Ham. Yeah, Green Eggs and Ham. I, th I, th I think he has the record. Yeah. I think he has the record. I think, he has <laughs> I think it's either 17 or 23. It's but I think we might watch Republicans try and pull a week-long filibuster. As I don't know whether mm -hmm. this is possible or not, and they're not going to say if they are because no one admits to filibustering. You just do it. It's a play, as Alec would like to point that out. It's, it's a ploy. No, it's not a ploy. It's a play. It's, in, it's legal. You right. can keep talking. It's, this is a conversation. We have to get this right. Let me go on here. So, okay, yeah, exceeding three. That's important, too. And that, these are things that are not – this is why this discussion – we probably should discuss this amendment as a nation. Like maybe each news network put an hour towards, mm. towards going over this, like – well, that would involve educating. Yeah, and then the, and then the voters would understand what's going on. Yeah, yep, they don't want that. Never would. That's, that's, <laughs> that's why. Right. That's why we're doing this. That's why we're going to go through this. It can be a little dry and boring. I love this kind of stuff. Okay, exceeding three uh, voted for the president. The House of Representatives shall choose immediately by ballot the president. But in choosing the president, the votes shall be taken by states. The uh, uh, The votes shall be taken by states 
the representation from each state having one vote. A qu- so each state gets one vote yeah. in the House of Representatives. That vote is determined by whether you have more Democrats or Republicans sitting in your house. Mm-hmm. I believe. We're going to – let me finish this one here. A quorum for this purpose sh- shall consist of a member or members from two-thirds of the states, and a majority of all states shall be, necess- shall be necessary to a choice. So if all of the states – if a majority of the states that are present do not come to a majority – then it's still not picked. So you still need half. So that means you're going to need 25 state houses. Once it's already the Senate couldn't decide, it's kicked back to the House now. You need 25 of the 50 different state delegations. Okay, if that, now that, if that, does, not ha- if that does not happen, the House of Representatives shall not choose a president. Whenever the right of choice shall devolve upon them before the fourth day of March next following, then the vice president shall act as president. Mike Pence, hmm. in this scenario. Well, from my understanding, was Nancy Pelosi becomes president if we don't have one? No, no. If we don't, ha- if we do not have one, um, it would be Mike Pence. Right here, let me read that again for you. And if the House of Representatives shall not choose a president, mm-hmm. so Nancy's House, right? So she she can't get one but of the, her Democrats at twenty five. This is all betting on. Uh, which the, envelope uh, Pence is going to choose the, from this, when he reads. This is assuming— if, Which elector if, he's going to choose. Right now, I am explaining the the 0.1% chance yeah. that Mike Pence decides to Read kick, the Republican. Out, no, well, he, he has to either read the Democrat electors or the Republican. Or if, if he he could kick out a state. He could—I mean, theoretically— if he, could, if he says if, Pennsylvania's, you know— Let's say, let's say Georgia loses tonight. Mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell realizes he is— the, Everything is in danger. Mm-hmm. So right now, there are 17 um, Republicans who are saying that they're not going to participate in this coup. They have 51. So if Mitt Romney objects and all the other Republicans realizing that they're about to lose all their power in the Senate decide to make an attempt at this, then Mike Pence will be a tiebreaker in a 50-50. The same issue that the, Democrat, that the Republicans are going to have if they let the Democrats get the 50-50, the VP is the tiebreaker. Currently... The VP is Mike Pence. Yeah. So it's been working out for them for four years. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so if, if we get so the, if, if Nancy can't get she's not going to be able to get um, 25 Democrats and she won't allow 25 Republicans. That means it would be Pence in, in that in that scenario. If so, so Mike, the as far as people are trying to um, guess whether or not Mike's a. CNN, whether or not whether or not he's a true patriot and he's going to follow the Constitution, or is he going to be a Trump loyalist? If he's loyal to himself, there's a vested interest in kicking this thing to the House. Mm-hmm. And and from what I can tell, the filibuster can last until March fourth. That's my that's my reading of it. If if the if the House can't pick by then, it's March fourth. What but happens you, after March fourth? That that's when Mike Pence is put in. Mm-hmm. But do you think Mike Pen- Mike Pence is willing to do this? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Mike, he's yeah. the guy who won't even go to my raids, go in public my raids with the, a I, woman if it's not if his wife yeah, ain't there. I I've, I never try. I always kind of thought he might have been a deep stater. Keep an eye on Trump. Like it, there mm-hmm. was a big Republican or Elaine Kamark, one of my rivals, likes to say that the Pence Trump administration is a partnership, like um, Obama Biden Cheney Bush, where they worked together and independently. They weren't just a partnership. The vice president was given a whole new power underneath, and Bill Clinton and Al Gore. All of those ran really tight. Like they didn't even re- the president and vice president didn't disagree. I don't. I think Pence disagrees with a lot of what Trump does, but he that's just he's the VP. Shut. Trump won. Yeah, 
<laughs> so it's like I had always kind of thought that if there was going to be one some, someone that they stuck up from the deep state, mm-hmm. Mike Pence would have been it. But he has been true, true red. I mean, he's stuck with Donald through thick and thin right now. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. and he's gonna. We're gonna tomorrow's gonna be a fun day. That's why I mean, what happens tonight is gonna affect, I guess, in that sense, what happens tonight Which affects how the votes nuclear are, the votes are coming in right now. Yeah, they are. Yeah, uh, Republicans are winning in both right now. Okay. Oh, there you go, and then the ca- and then the count starts. Yeah, they've been now, coming in quick. Too. And what what percentage are we getting here? Uh, right now we're at still one percent. Okay. But we were like when you started talking for the podcast, we were t- we were like four thousand votes total. We're now looking at like seventeen thousand. Let me think if we can just get straight into this. I think this is. So I don't know how quick this might be a in. good transition because yeah, that was the last. Um, there was another paragraph left on this, and it has to do with. If the vice president doesn't get enough electoral colleges, then the vote follows the same exact tack as it goes to um, the uh, House of who, – who, let me just check who it would be at first. Oh, speaker becomes president, and a majority of the whole numbers shall be – but no person constitutes – yeah, this is where it says no person constitutionally ineligible to the office of president shall be eligible to that of vice president of the United States. Mm-hmm. What someone might think off the cuff is that means that you have to be, you, you can't be a um, you have to be born in America, mm-hmm. like that that or a naturalized citizen. Or going back to the beginning of the sentence, you are not eligible. So we're talking about who is eligible to be president and vice president. You are not if you're not an eligible voter. Oh, see, that's right. If not be an inhabitant of the same state as themselves. So how exactly Nancy could ever be considered as the VP, I, I don't think she's eligible. Because if the ticket would have been Kamala Harris-Nancy, then the state of California can't vote. Mm-hmm. And you just got mm-hmm. throughout their, elect- their electoral votes, 55 of them. Yeah, so that, that's going to mm-hmm. take Biden straight down. And that's laying on the table right now. That's why if anyone's listening that thinks this is like weird, this is weird like legal, this is jujitsu mm-hmm. legally. But if this can stall the clock, if this can keep mm. that ball rolling, then it might be a worthy avenue to pursue. If it can delay Biden taking over, and it's but you don't challenge. think the Democrats know about this? We just talked on that last podcast about their legal team. What was the, the I, organization called? I mean, I, there's an argument. That ma- I, I didn't make an iron and shut argument for this. This is mm. a there is a le- this would be a battle. Mm-hmm. Like this is a really it's it's tough to it's, it's tough to think about. They right? have to know. Don't but you think? On that note, or they have that. What's the organization? We just talked about it that the Democrats Perkins have. Coey. Perkins yeah, Coey. Yeah, you're going to find it. Perkins Coey will be in the. We went. It's looked at that. The Democrats legal Defending team. the Democrats is like what they do. Yes. <laughs> yes. Their draw, they, yeah. they are, whether you are a local mm-hmm. dog catcher that's labeled Democrat or you're a Hunter Biden dealing really? in, the, in the Ukraine. Perkins Coey is that. So it's like a like national, in, in, yeah. international, and they oh, also defend, wow. which they is, defend like Amazon and stuff like that. All democratic organizations. They are their lead. I mean, we're talking tens of thousands of what? Harvard. That, that's that's kind of weird to me though. Like, what what about Amazon is democratic? Like on paper, uh, the the corporation. You mean? Yeah. Not much. <laughs> and they're, they probably just want the protection. A lot of times these corporations, so they're, they're just paying for. The yeah, they protection. team up with the Democrats because those are they're going to be their biggest enemies. Uh, no, FedEx. I was yeah. going to ask you about this, Craig. Mm-hmm. FedEx is no longer delivering Amazon, so the yeah. mail is, and it's made the mail back. And the mail, the employees a, of the mail are fed up with it because and the, impo- the so the, the Amazon. This is one of the things where <laughs> Amazon. 
Amazon has been using the government, and this might be a lot of why they teamed up with the Democrats. They've been paying the post office, say, like they send a sack of parcels they, there. Yeah. I know they've increased the rates since when I worked there, but when I was working there, it was like they would pay a dollar, and they would send a whole sack of parcels, hmm. right? And each parcel, post office would be charging, you know, 20, 30 bucks for those. Amazon's sending a whole sack of them for a dollar, and the local carriers are just delivering them. So they're making out huge on just sending it to the post office and having the post office do the last mile is what they called it. And they're just saving on all those local delivery drivers that they now use because the post office kind of fought back against it. Mm. Right. And who runs the post office? Right now, Donald Trump's boy, but it's been the Democrat Party. The the executive branch. And who's about to take control of the post office? Exactly. So Jeff Bezos is just right there going, I'll do the mail. I'll do the mail. Let me do the mail for the country. I'll do it for free. Not even could cost you anything, just like the USPS, but I'll do it. Yeah. And what do you know? What's the Democrats' biggest play? Is it their policy? Is it their oratory, is it oratory skills? Charisma? No. It's the mail. It's just collecting the mail and collecting mail address, delivering mail. That's how they won the election. And that's why when you're saying, how's Georgia doing? Everything that I've seen... The de- the Republicans have done nothing to slow down the Democrats' mail ba- ballot harvesting game. Ba- mm. Basically, is they're going they- and they had a legal argument if they would have just done it ahead of time. For the problem was they waited so long. For, for the past decade, the Democrats at the ground level, what I did, have done nothing for the pa- for a decade, but go around and knocking doors. They have a list of everybody who's Democrat, Independent, Republican, and they know how many times you voted. And they call that their voter universe. They print it out in a bunch of little turfs, and they hand it out to young kids like me and say, go knock that street. Whoever gets the most signatures, get a prize. Like, 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 like small, and my issue with that is it was like, I want it to be in strategy. I want it to be in messaging. But knocking doors on behalf of a candidate that you're just flown in to do, like these people that they send out doing it, they don't know their neighborhood. I'm all for knocking doors if you are the candidate yourself. If you want to be known in the community, the old-fashioned way, and you just go out there Beto style, Beto O'Rourke, and just start mm-hmm. knocking doors. People like that because they just met somebody. They're going to have the opportunity opportunity to make someone they just met famous. So Even the, if they don't like them, I'm sure that they would have a good conversation they, the with next, them. The next day mm-hmm. when they go to work, they want to say, I talked to a potential senator. I talked to mm-hmm. someone running for mm-hmm. governor. Like that, that makes sense. But hiring a bunch of people to harass the suburbs of western Pennsylvania on, on Sunday— on Saturdays, like people were in watching football, and you have the, the little Greg walking around the Good Book of Democrat trying to get you to sign my paper and register for a mail-in ballot. It's like, get out of here. This mm-hmm. is not, if I want to vote, I'll vote. Like, are what most, are you doing coming to me? Are most of them, like, in their 20s? Or it's what all that. That's the whole thing. Have, that's have the you, game. Have you heard of um, an organization, I think it was called, like, Bettering Pennsylvania or something? I had, I had somebody knock on my door. It was one guy. And I think it was for Better Pennsylvania, something like that. And he was like, hey, I just want to talk politics with you. You know, mm-hmm. just be I'm looking for somebody who isn't like um, a uh, what did he say? Like like a political oh. dilettante, you know, just, you know, are you happy or aren't you happy? And I was like, you know what? This sounds really cool. Yeah. yeah. Like because, you know, it, it it sounded like he was interested in nuanced thought, did you know, did like I wasn't up? playing for one side or the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. I was going back and forth, and I was like, okay, you can come over and interview me. And, like, three guys came in, set up a camera, oh, wow. and I was like, are you going to use that? Because I don't know if, like, I'm comfortable with that. He was like, no, if you don't want it, you know, we don't, we won't use it or whatever. So I was like, all right. Well, that's pretty it was, crazy. It, yeah, it was a little weird. Is this a random but, person? Yeah. 
and just knocked on your door. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. But they were for they were with the, an organization, yeah. Yeah. and um, basically what it turned out to be was a bunch of questions that were engineered to try to get me to say that I hated Trump. Oh, uh, no, it's these advanced polling things. See, this and it was like, if you want to have like a conversation about stuff that Trump did wrong. Oh, no, they tried to make you a multiplier. Talk about the policies. Right? Yeah, let's talk about the policy. But mm. like, you know, he, he was like, hey, is Pennsylvania, like, is Greensburg a better town under Donald Trump than it was before Donald Trump? And that's like such an arbitrary question. The, we yeah. can you know tell what I mean? The, the way it's worded. Like, yeah, leading. Yeah. Leading questioning. Yeah. It's like, Sorry to interrupt you. No, that, like, no, that's no that is a good point. When we talk it's, about polls, yeah. a lot of times they use things they like do that, that in these the conversations mm -hmm. as multipliers. They mm -hmm. look at them and go like, we need to get an in-depth look of someone in um, specifically our district when um, Obama, Obama, Trump. So that to the pollsters, all oh, the brains are broke. What happened from Obama <laughs> to to Trump? We have to study every one of them, test them all, go in and have in-depth interviews. Mm -hmm. And this is. But doesn't that happen? Like, are you talking like same party, um, two terms, and then the party switches? Yeah, doesn't that like happen? It's a problem all the time. If you're in counties that haven't changed for 30, 40, 50, 100 years in places like Michigan and New York, that's a problem. The people aren't being represented. It's gerrymandering. It's that you cut out a district mm -hmm. that you know you'll win each time. So then the Democrats don't compete with one another. It's a, just a money-raising competition, and it's, that's what the silly hats. You just put someone who, it, who is most fuel. Ideally, you put the person with the most merit when you have the seat locked up. But if you were concerned about your own power, you'd put someone that you have dirt on, or you'd put someone easily controllable. You don't want to. We don't want to give someone like Tulsi or maybe AOC a raise, give them a promotion, and they decide to go all improv too and decide to audible and call their own plays. They only move the idiots up like Eric Swalwell mm -hmm. because they know, oh, we have dirt on Fang Fang. He starts getting out of line. All of a sudden, this is just public, mm -hmm. and that's where we go. So it's like that. It, it's if you're the if every every year there's like probably like between thirty and fifty counties districts. Mm -hmm that are this, they switched. So the next four years, and I, I guess I wanted to figure out a way to make some money on that around here over the last four years, is we were like a polling hotbed. And if there was any way that you could give a better like explanation for how this area feels besides the number of yard signs, there was that, this, I mean, it's really big money. Right now, right now you're talking ads in Georgia over the last month, half a billion. Holy cow. Half on TV ads. Don't, I mean, who, who's ever watched a TV, a political TV ad and been convinced of anything? Like this is just the equivalent of TV door knocking. Where's this? You're interrupting me. Do you know, I can tell you where it's not going. It's not going to small <laughs> businesses struggling. Like, it's no, not. Yeah, it's I mean, that's not. What my thought was. Th this is where I'm going through my feed, my Twitter, and it's like we, I follow a lot of the barstool sports people, right. and they got their barstool fund where they're trying to raise money for individual businesses that are suffering oh, from wow, the lockdown passions. Yeah, and he's uh, Dave Portnoy has taken the like approach of shaking down, kind of shaming. Other celebrities and people like you guys say you love restaurants. I want you to open. I want to open. Well, instead of buying a hundred more, good Yankees, for him. Yeah, it, it's really it's seventeen million. There's like I think there was well over a hundred thousand donors. Seventeen million. He's getting big people to match. He's setting up like do this by this time and he'll do this. All kinds Dude, that's of stuff. Smart. Balling out like yeah. doing the work of what a real like this is the toughest part of politics is raising money. Either you got to find a sugar daddy, you got to find someone who's going to dump a whole lot of money, a business, an industry, a party. Or you got to get a community to like you. And I guarantee you that whether or not he's Democrat or Republican, if he saves your business, you're going to support him. 
Yeah. And, th- and that's the groundwork. Those are the grassroots that you need to not only do because you save that business, you save the family, they have friends, they all have a personal story to tell. That's real politics. Like that, that's actual. And when I'm, so he's getting money from athletes. I'd like to see some politicians start shaming their donors. All these politicians, Cuomo comes out, he wants to open, he loves these restaurants so much. Well, how about you get the people who are dumping a half not, a trillion dollars? Like a half a trillion dollars is going to Georgia. We can't get a stimulus package with 600 bucks. I can't do the math on the top of my head on that, but a half a million, and half a trillion is probably enough to give us each a $1,000 check. One of the problems, too, is they're funneling tax dollars to people who are going to donate to them. Yeah. What we see— um, It gets funneled. It gets spun around like a circle. Like, they donate money to right. people they're going to so spend money on their shit. The one I know of specifically that does this is they give tax dollars to Planned Parenthood, not to get into the politics of that. But Planned Parenthood turns around and then donates money to the Democrat Party mm-hmm. after receiving tax dollars. So it, it just incentivizes them to give more money to this this entity who's just going to give it right back to them mm-hmm. and go in their pockets and go to their advertising just so these people can get a $100,000 a year job. I don't it's know what <laughs> the definition is exactly, but isn't that like money laundering? It's <laughs> literally If the government does it, it's okay. Think about a laundry. <laughs> what, what, what does a laundry machine do? It spins. It, 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 it moves Cleans my clothes. Think of it philosophically. It moves clothes around rapidly with ever actually changing their location. Mm-hmm. It spins something in a circle without ever moving it. Money laundering, you're basically not moving. It's not doing anything, but it's getting cleaner. It's staying there, and it, what, when you give it to the you give it to the, mm-hmm. the politician, that, that the politician pushes this policy. This policy benefits these people. They get the money. They ship it right back in. And just keeps getting circled and circled, and sometimes it's charity. And th- half of these institutions, when you look up these nonprofits, that could we could hire about three interns just to go through and list p- nonprofits that are clearly mm. in the bag for one party. Does it make other. you wonder why we're sending all this money to all these countries overseas on our stimulus package? Yeah, ours. I didn't even package. know that. <laughs> like yeah, you didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Think, think about yeah, our think stimulus about package. They just went through. This is one of the things Trump claimed to be all upset about, but he didn't change it. Uh, did he veto it? He, he tried to. They overrode him. Right. So they're sending a bunch of money to like, I, what was it? We have Middle walls, East. walls in Syria, walls in Israel, yeah. walls in Pakistan. We, they don't want walls here, but we're going to fund walls. Gender studies in uh, like Kuwait. Oh, that was a good yeah. one. The gender studies Which one. Is, if in, you, a, in Kuwait, who's going to put Kuwait? in their? Nu- they're going to put in their nuclear program. Without <laughs> getting too distracted on that, there, there is a cause yeah. for that one. There is a reason. It's but but, but we're giving all this money to not in this bill. Not in this bill. It does right. not go in this bill. None of this. But it makes you wonder. They hide it in there. And then half of these countries, like Ukraine, end up just giving the money back to our candidate. Hunter. Mm-hmm. Hunter. And it comes <laughs> right around to our The money goes president. right back to Hunter. <laughs> and it's like when, when these presidents decide, when these politicians decide to declare, when, that's why everyone gets mad about the industrial complexes, mm-hmm. because the decision to go to war is easy. It's c- because you make money. Like, us being at war is a profitable thing. We need guns. We have jobs. We have a purpose. But sending troops away is what is hard. And the senators don't feel that. They don't go and do that. So it's easy for them to declare wars on all these different things. Mm-hmm. Terror, drugs, now we have COVID. All that is is guaranteeing if there's a war in COVID, Big Pharma is going to make a shit ton of money. Oh, like yeah. being able to, everyone got to get vaxxed, everyone got to get tested. And remember who was against Big Pharma 
Like, I thought, what, what was I that, five I years thought, ago? I thought it was Bernie. <laughs> I thought that was... They were again. Too. I thought so. Mm-hmm. I don't know when... I thought Dude, it was always, ever... I mean, they're always into the weren't, new hotness. Weren't we matter. just <laughs> suing Johnson & Johnson for the stimulus package <laughs> on opioid deaths? Like, I'm, I'm, like a year ago. And now they're going to save us. Yeah. Now, hey, w- have you heard of uh, the Great Reset idea? Ooh, I can see I, it. What, I, what I is the idea? What is the idea? I, I don't... Um, I've just heard very little about it, so I was hoping that you could... I was... I don't know the details. I'm seeing... I've heard. At I've the, heard talk. This hundred day challenge could be an attempt to re- redistribute, reset, well, yeah, and even repurpose like the um, like the stimulus checks coming in because I don't. Me and my wife were talking about it. It's like w- here in PA. I don't know. I, I, it's different in other states, I think. But what we I got mean, two checks in nine months, and I mean, I don't know if other states are doing do you, do it on the you, local do you, level. Do you feel stimulated? <laughs> I mean, no. Like, I mean, I seen somebody break it down. It was like forty-two bucks a month or something. Well, thankfully, you know, we, we we've been fine. Yeah. You know, yeah. but what what if somebody who if he, like seriously can't go to work? If this happened mm-hmm. at different points in my life, I was like, I don't what, know what I would. Well, so as long as long as you had a job though, and then got let go, they were giving how much extra was the 600, federal government? Six hundred. Six hundred extra on yeah. top of MPA's unemployment maxed out at like how much is it? Uh, Twelve hundred. Might be eleven hundred something every two weeks. I think every two weeks. I think it's every two weeks. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, but so I mean, you would get by, but it's nothing great. But then there were people also because of the federal money, they were making more money on unemployment right. than they yeah. were before. And then the stimulus money just went to people buying new TVs, mm-hmm. which Walmart knows because I seen they <laughs> put yeah. all their TVs at right around six hundred dollars <laughs> for sale in the middle of the aisle. Perfect. <laughs> do you do you think um that the not getting the stimulus hurt anything? Like not getting not them not doing it this weekend, like that whole big dust up over the two thousand dollars. What do you mean? There was a big thing. We were, you know how we got the six hundred we were just talking about? It will. Trump came at the last minute and said he wanted two thousand. The House is like, great, passed the bill, and the Senate refused to put up for a vote. Yeah, just this last week, and it's been a big thing because the Republican senators in Georgia are going, "We'd vote for it, Mitch. Please bring it up." And Mitch is going, "No," which makes them look weak in their own party mm-hmm. because it's like, how much power do you have if you're requesting something from your boss on the most important day of your career and he won't give it to you? Mm. So, but at the same time, the Republicans are against the free money. So he's thinking there were there are some Georgia voters who might not have supported the the Republican candidates, mm-hmm. but they already committed to it. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I the, th- the whole free money thing is what like these people, the people who are getting this money, right? That were supposed to be helping out. Because if you didn't have a job before, we, I'm not yeah. really concerned about no. making sure you, you have money now when you weren't didn't have a job. I mean, not saying people who are actively looking for jobs. But if you were just living off the, what, dole, I think unemployment was at like three point five. Right. 4, so most people 4%. had some sort of income, right? Mm-hmm. So we're trying to replace their income. Why don't we just give them back all their tax dollars for the year? You know, I I just feel like relieving them of their tax burden would be much better than giving them back twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. Or even if it's a portion of their tax burden, and then let's cut some government programs. But that's not even a discussion. No, we haven't no even way. talked about Nothing, cutting nothing's a senator's cut. wage. Oh no, nothing's getting cut. House for a rep- representative, regardless wage. of how the mayors. Works. Like I, I just went in on uh, Bill Peduto on Twitter. <laughs> you probably Dude, saw that. This is, the, this is the rivalry. This is some. 
Greg got me back on Twitter. I've been off Twitter I, for like I need two help. years. I can't keep up with it. Like, <laughs> like, we need to do battle on Twitter. A lot Took of the people that one are attacking day. on here, I got to go at them on Twitter because we can't meet in the real world. Sad. Democrats won't go out in public. You can't fight them anywhere. I, I'm really good at getting their responses. And Correct. it took me one day. And yeah. I got a blue yeah. check mark he, to he, get back at them. He tweets. Like, I, don't, I don't know. How, <laughs> really? I, oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I can how. get under their skin. I know what Now, they, mind you, his tweets are violent. He says things on Twitter he would not say in the real world. Right. I wouldn't put it on my mic. That's why it's not, said, it's not a great <laughs> platform for discussion, it's not, it's especially not. this it, type of discussion. No. My mentality is is you never engage the enemy on a battlefield that you're not prepared for or that you don't believe you're advantaged on. The internet, I've viewed as a non-advantageous place for me, there. so I've always avoided it. <laughs> right now, the only battlefield accessible is the internet. So I gotta either, if square, I want to fight, i got to figure out a way so how to weird. do this mm-hmm. with... We need help promoting the show here. But I was calling Bill Peduto out for he's trying to say something about providing for his citizens. I'm like, have you even thought about taking a pay cut? Mm. He makes a hundred some thousand a year. Uh, mm. How much? Act, like, how many responses do you get in that? On that? Yeah. Not much. Because I guess who's following? Well, it's gonna take a while with Bill Peduto. You gotta he's, get you gotta get Bill Peduto to fight to fire back. Yeah. Who is he? He's the mayor of Pittsburgh. Oh, well, he can, <laughs> me, me and Bill back about two years ago would have a lot of back and forth on Twitter. Really? Oh yeah, when he was doing the uh, gun laws. He That's go- how unaware I am. He got yeah. banned. He got banned. Uh, yeah, I was banned was from banned. Twitter. I tricked Twitter. I had to create like a new email and stuff, and I haven't put the app on my phone yet. What do you think about all this stuff going on with Dorsey? Like, do you think Dorsey's like a bad guy or anything? Uh, uh, Jack. Uh, no, I actually think him himself. He believes. He, you know, he he believes in our rights. Yeah. But the problem is, is once you have something that big, it's not really up to him anymore. He's just the spokesperson. Mm-hmm. He's got a whole team behind him making decisions. And one individual, I'm pretty sure, because I know YouTube is like this. One individual can shut somebody down without ever, you know, going in front of a panel. It's not like they're mm-hmm. bringing up these accounts in front of a panel and showing them their evidence. Yeah. It's just somebody's like, well, that violates our rules. Cancel them. And then you have to fight it. Yeah. You know? Oh, and see now you—they can still block you. I think Paduta yeah, can block can, you from the. Yeah, bottom. he can block me, but I don't. I don't. Well, no, uh, government officials aren't allowed to anymore. Well, well, because remember, Trump blocked somebody. Oh and yeah, AOC it's a free that. speech thing. There, yeah. yeah, government officials aren't allowed. How to about block that? You. Way to go, yeah. Bill. Constitution, back at mm-hmm. it. There we go. <laughs> yeah, because I think it's Trump. Like, Trump it's like see the First Amendment somebody. applies once in a while these days. Mm-hmm. You can still yell at your public official, even if it's just online. Which yeah. is seriously, I mean, if you don't want it online, I can go to your house. Like, I think people would rather get yelled at on the internet. Well, they are going to their house. I know, I know. the Democrats, which it's like the Democrat mayors who were the most woke. They they tried to please that base as much as they could, and they're the ones being protested. If I have any, if everything everything goes terrible in the next two days, and the Senate falls, and Trump is whisked out of the White House, that's going to be the only really hope saving grace there. Is what? What were you just saying? About the Democrat mayors being protested? Yes, the mob turning on themselves. The, the hand that feeds them. Oh, yeah. just, while, while these Democrats. I have, think it's inevitable. The Democrats, like you said, it's back, already happening. They, they, they've sat back and they've profited from it. And, well, they, and they're not woke in their cities. And, you, and they, they don't fix any. Like, like the Demo- that's what I guess the Democratic leaders have no ability to fix the problems that are being asked. They're yeah. not. And their solutions just create more problems. And, 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 and just more problems that their base is upset about. If, if Trump goes away in two months, you don't have him to complain about anymore because he'll just be someone on Twitter. Right. Mm-hmm. What's the excuse now for all the systemic racism? It's right. your unions. 
It's, did, it's, it's the Democratic unions that need to be busted up. Did you follow the Evergreen State stuff? No, I don't know. What happened in, in like Washington State College? No, I don't know. Oh, dude, you should. No, what happened? You should what? look it up. Evergreen State? Yeah. It, 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 it was like, it's like a microcosm of what was going on now. It was like the precursor oh, of wow. what happened at the college. It, oh. it just got, I, I think a new president came in, was super woke, caved into everybody. And then before you know, knew it, you had mobs of students like chasing down threatening teachers and one teacher <laughs> in particular brett weinstein he uh he has a whole story about it because he because he's he's liberal you know and he he was a democrat and all of this stuff but it just got crazy there you're talking about in people 2017 were, yeah people were like spitting in his face like you know oh. threatening him going around campus with baseball bats we talk about communism a lot the only time I've ever oh, heard I can't a story. Believe you haven't heard that. I, I've heard a story very similar to this about schools in China in the 1950s <laughs> when when the, the Mao, the Mao Dynasty, whoever mm -hmm. came in and mm -hmm. implemented communism, mm -hmm. it was one of the things was to empower the students over their parents and their teachers for like not following the new orders. And they, you basically had the students running classrooms and they descended into like civil war, like mobs turning out. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, and this is a communism like test try, and it's like we have that on record as not working. You yeah. think people would look mm -hmm. at this and go, and I don't remember the exact. There's more details to this, like I, I, this has been a long time since I heard it, but that's a communism, man. Communism. Dude, you have to look that up. Oh. speaking. I think the, somebody did a documentary on it. It's like three parts. They're each like a half an hour, forty minutes long. Uh, his name's Mike Nanya. So if you look him up on YouTube, hmm. you get the whole story. Okay. Very fascinating. No. Brett Weinstein's a really interesting person to listen to too. We're, we're gonna have about to, all of this. We're gonna have to do a full episode on campus culture. Oh my gosh, oh, that, that would be great. That you, would that would be actually you don't know what the grievance studies are either, do you? No, that's you know, I do grievance studies. Dude, um, <laughs> man, we're, yeah, we're gonna have to have an episode. I was gonna on say that. that'd be perfect. Sorry, I, I'm not taking this over. No, I'm gonna. But like, it's just so. I, I write these down here because we need content for like non. This we, is, we need more the time, content because we talk too much about COVID. If, if Biden takes over, the clock's going to slow down. Like Politically oh, yeah. speaking, it's going to get very, very, very slow. It's just going to be trying to call Democrats out before they do it and then them not admitting they're doing it until mm -hmm. they do it. So it's going to be a long – so I'm trying to save episodes that – what would be cool is if we got someone here that was like in college right now. Oh, like, yeah. like someone who's actually back, like – I'm going going back, Well, I'm, I'm trying to take a class. If I get a, an alum scholarship to go back to WCCC, mm -hmm. I'm going to take a couple of drawing classes. There you go. Good. Dude. Drawing like on the computer or by hand? Traditional, but you know, um, that all translates. Yeah. Hey, you'll get back into the arts again. Oh, yeah. That's what I've been doing. We got the studio here. Oh, yeah. We were, I was looking at your uh, Instagram page and looking at some of your artwork. And I said to Greg, I was like, he needs to take our logo for our show that we put on Spotify and make it more, um, Some, just more exciting, more like um, artsy. Because <laughs> yeah. our friend, have, uh, you have, you, have you seen the? Our friend Ryan the, Weaver the, did it on the computer real quick. He said yeah. he put it up real quick, and it works. Great, I don't think I've seen that one. No. Is that new? It's on the Spotify. Yeah, I don't yeah, know where you watch you, it on. I don't know where I, I tie two you. fingers pointing at each other. I can. It's. I don't. You, when was the? I think I thought, we've I probably had five or six episodes since we recorded before Christmas. But that's like this up here in the corner. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So it's like. We can the I art. Cool. The we, yeah, we need we need to round out our team here of production. But dude, right. yeah, grievance studies. Ba like, let me sum it up real quick. Basically, these um, liberal um, 
professors they, they used to te- teach in university got together, uh, saw what was going on, was like getting real crazy, and purposely wrote these papers that were just like completely absurd and got them peer reviewed and won awards for them. And some of the examples, dude, are just like crazy. Honestly, like what, what I think somebody on Joe Rogan talked about this. They were on Joe Rogan. Yeah. James, I think James Lindsay, who's mm-hmm. one of three, has been him and um, another one have been on there a couple of times. What one of them was they were taking um, page like they were taking pages from Mindconf and like retranslating them into woke mm-hmm. language and submitting those as papers. Yeah. And then they're getting re- awards for it. Yeah, I they didn't, they didn't get a, re- a reward for that one. But there was a few that. Yeah. I, one of them ended up getting redacted, and they were they were really upset with them. No, that's fun. yeah. They got yeah. found out. It, it yeah. was like they were at it for like I think like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was really interesting. No, that's fascinating to me because I'm looking for all things that disprove peer review. I do not believe peer review. Oh, this is is, it, a, is a this source is of expertise. Mind. This is a bunch. I think yesterday I called it a uh, just it's a, like the Brookings Institute is a democratic circle jerk. Like, it's like mm-hmm. you have a bunch of experts write a paper that all think the same. They pass it to the person on their left. That person says, great paper. Passes the next person, great paper. All, mm-hmm. of, a, all of a sudden, two experts. Two experts called it great. It, it can't be wrong. That's science. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that. it's just not. This is just, it's the circle. It's the laundry machine. It's mm-hmm. just you're handing it to all these people. So it's like, it has to be legitimate. But I even noticed that Democrats are going after that Brookings Institute. Where? On Twitter. Which them? Oh, I mean, they're terrible. When you read those articles, they're terrible, yeah. terrible articles. It's yeah. like I, I, I can't imagine the Bernie Bros would like them at yeah. all. Like, I can't imagine. That's what I went on there, and I'm expecting to see a bunch of people yeah. like me on there. I've and ne- it's like people I completely disagree I, with. I, I've never, I've never on. seen someone in their comment section agree with them. Their comment sections are always people yeah, that are like, all, did, did anybody else that, looking at this like, whoa, it's yeah, kind of a radical idea here. Mm-hmm. It. it but that's what the peer review is. That's a, and I, so that's one way to disprove it. These grievy, like you can really just send in these, get them to approve of bullshit, and then get, I don't care. see. So this person, the the justification behind super delegates is they provide peer review. Is is it's a way of interjecting peer review into the voter process? Hmm. Since we're not smart enough to edit and judge the candidates for ourselves, mm-hmm. we have people in Washington that spend all their time there that are really, really sm- a lot smarter than you, and they know what it takes to be president. And they know so, what you want. So they'll peer review the candidates and have a little bit of an extra vote just in case you do something dumb like pick somebody they don't want. Okay, so that makes sense as to why, like, everybody wanted Bernie in and then the DNC just nope. didn't let it happen. So the episode that's going to be released, which hopefully by the time this one's released, that one well, – are we going to release this We're one We're going to have this one out um, so, probably tonight or tomorrow. Right, so there will be an episode coming out this week where Greg completely breaks down why Bernie was rejected. And how that works. It's the silly hat. It's, it's the silly, silly hat society. society. I just and we're talking about tier levels to their um, process, which would be like us at the bottom, the normal voters. You have your local mayors, right? Tier yep. two, uh, tier one. That's, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go yeah. over. We're gonna go over this real quick at the top mm-hmm. of this. Is right. We're gonna do the finale. It's in depth, a Joe Biden timeline here. It's so that will release in like a week. I've been using cool. the silly hat. Let's, let's make let's make sure Joe Biden's actually president before we go through the greatest race ever ran. Mm. Oh, I still can't be. Uh, 77, 78 million. Let's bring a wrap up to this show though. What is the current state of the race? Uh, we Arizona? are now at. What is that? A little bit over four hundred thousand votes are in on both. 
Um, my, uh, mine is three million. The Democrats are winning in both, but it, only sixteen percent re- uh, reporting. Okay, because I think what's going to happen is they're the mail-in ballots. I'm guessing that's mostly mail-in, right? The, the, well, it dep- each county is allowed to process theirs in a different fashion. So most counties, the way um, a, a smart state, let's say the way Utah does their elections, you send in you you uh, you're a Democrat, you're Brandon Mealy. Anybody who's a member of the DNC or RNC can find that out. If that member is a member of the mail, he knows who on his mail list is a Democrat or Republican. So what we do to stop that problem is we have – that's called a naked ballot. If you just send it in and they know who you are and your information, you're giving it a naked ballot. You put it in another envelope that's meant to protect it so nobody knows what it is. So And that's and all those ballots are got together, and then they're opened by one person or a couple people who sur- – now, this is legal and fair – Everyone watches each other. They open them and they sort. These are red letters. These are from Democrats. These are from Republicans. We're going to wait to open them to Election Day, but we already have them sorted. We already have them gone through, so all we have to simply do is go make sure that all the Democrats vote a Democrat. If anyone did it, then you move it over. But it's pretty safe to say, knowing the party affiliation of oh, all the votes, okay. you mm-hmm. can project. Now, each state, h- how they want to count these, it's, it's their call. The Atlanta, when you're talking like the Cobb counties up uh, like Bankhead, they're going to take a lot, a lot longer. That's where you have Democratic votes. Mm-hmm. So also the votes that take a while are um, mail-in from the Army, the Air Force, like, like our, mm-hmm. our, mm-hmm. our forces. Um, they're, and that's Trump votes. Those will be done after today, not counted today. So Trump's going to be the one, I think, since the Democrats have no excuse not to count their mail. They should have all their votes in mostly by the end of the night. Does the military really take the time, like, uh, in the I, same numbers as for the presidential election in like a special election? Well, we, I feel like they might be more busy. When you're talking mm-hmm, the you only, know? when you're talking the only news, mail-in ballots, and um, the state of Georgia has a lot of um, military families. Mm-hmm. The state of Georgia we're talking is one of the, I don't want, I'm pr- probably the most, one of the most. Mm-hmm. Really. In more Texas? We have a lot of base. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how much of the military. I, I don't. I, I, don't I would assume I, Texas is like super. A, a, si- a significant comparison to us northeastern states. Mm. Like enough that it would sway elections in some years. So like in this runoff, normally the turnout on the runoff, you're talking like one tenth of the but people show this up. This one's probably going to be This has been that. It, it, 3.1 million ballots were sent in through the mail mm. before today. So just to put that in scope, in a normal, in a normal runoff, you have about a million total votes. In Georgia, this one you're gonna get probably about 1.5 today in person, three already sent, already counted, which is where I I don't I don't see where the Republicans are gonna be able to hold this one off. I'm checking the lines right now because we have been on top of this, and I, I'm taking a personal victory lap because we have been on top. I mean, I, I can't. There's no way to these gambling lines tell a better story of the momentum of the race than the polls do. And when yeah. we when we started this week, the Democrats were going off at like um, you could get Osoff was an underdog getting plus one fifty. Now you have it in the over the course of three days. And each day we recorded, I have pointed out the line change. We're finishing here at on election night. Ralph Warnock minus one eighty five, the Democrat. Kelly Loeffler plus one forty. That was reversed three or four mm-hmm. days ago. That is just people watching and everyone just because during the election time, people start, I'm going to tune in. I'm going to see what's going on. Stacey Abrams was all over the air for the last four days. And she is very calm. I mean, she built this thing. This is her system. She appears very, very confident. Mm-hmm. That makes me nervous. Carl Rose on Fox, he's the 
this Republican strategist, he's he's doing that. He knows he has to project confidence, but the stats he's reading are not good. Like these are not the way the numbers where you want to, to go. Yeah, the Republicans aren't really prepared for this mail in brown jo- game. John Ossoff at a minus one oh five. David Perdue was at plus one eight or was at minus one eighty. That means if you wanted to win a hundred bucks, you had to bet hundred and eighty at the beginning of the of the beginning of the week, at the beginning of at the end of last weekend. Now oh my god, they're moving as we speak. David <laughs> Perdue just oh he's losing. Now he's out at plus one fifteen. As we speak. Whatever they just found on the TV, people are betting against David Perdue. Yeah, and he's they're betting on Osoff. So his lines are like, and this was what if you were watching this on election night, Trump went from like plus six to minus six, in, or like minus six to plus six in no time at all. At one point, he's a six to one chance of winning. Ten o'clock hit, and he's a one in six. And it's like nobody could. The news understood it. CNN switched rather quickly. Fox saw the writing on the wall, but a whole bunch of people went gambling and saw these lines move. And I don't know how much you have to bet to move them the way they did, but a lot of people bet a lot of money on election night. And like right now, this is more. Inf- I can tell you now that the Republicans are not doing good. I don't have to watch. We're gonna go watch the news now yep. for a second here because we're getting close to eight. We're nineteen percent uh, reporting, and both Republicans are losing. So. Yeah. That's oh my god. Okay, it's at, we have a Fox Sports bet, and that's the, and now this is more therapeutic for me. Is it's no good for me to watch this coverage right now. <laughs> on a normal time, like this is what I like. This is like study this shit. I'm looking at it. I'm trying to. You don't learn anything. You mm-hmm. learn nothing if you're watching that right now. Hopefully, you got more from us. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we wanted to get on this election. I got the lines in tomorrow. One touch about yeah. Tomorrow's the big. Well, we know talked about that off the, the cuff. The Twelfth Amendment tomorrow. Oh yeah. yeah. That's gonna be. It's supposed to. The Democrats are saying it can only take ten hours max. I the Republicans are going well. Every every question needs to be submitted, so that to me tells me we're about to have a they're about to conclave and filibuster at the same time. Mm-hmm. As each party is going to go into their own respective house, not each party, each branch of government is going to move into their same place. And we're going to wait mm-hmm. and see what they come up. The House of Representatives should be done quick. Maybe they got Jim Jordan, so it's like they got there are strong. There's a, about a hundred Republicans that are going to speak and thirteen. Um, 100 House of Representatives, 13 senators. If this goes bad tonight and they lose both Senate seats, I think you're going to see that number go up, and I think each one of them gets to talk. I'm pretty sure everybody that wants to stand up can speak, so this might last up to a week. Yeah. Meanwhile, everybody, all Trump nation has descended upon Washington, D.C., yeah. and it's like overtaken the <laughs> entire time. they arrested... Um the Proud Boys leader. Yeah, I saw, the I saw that. I saw that. I don't what know is his he, name. I don't know his I name, can't. but he's some Hispanic guy. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? CP. But then I also seen that he must have burned a flag at a church. Oh, boy. Which was awesome. This is fantastic. Uh, what is his name? Oh, my. God. It's moving. Oh, what? Yeah, I've seen some videos. Oh, my God. Look, look at it move, really. Look at it move. <laughs> Warnock is at plus at minus 300. When I opened this up two minutes ago, he was at minus 175. Oh. And Enrique Terrero. And I guess the... Uh, oh, I, I, I won my bets. I'll take that. I guess the um, mayor of D.C. had made that decision to have him arrested off the plane. Well, Miriam, talk about Bowser, a terrifying name. That's why <laughs> I, I want a dragon. I'm, I mean, I'm thinking I know of a couple of people going down to this thing early mm. in the morning. I don't trust her. I don't trust D.C. not to pen everyone in. 
make them all get vaxxed or something crazy. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I really think you're talking. I don't think that's gonna happen. De- Bowser's crazy. <laughs> Bowser is crazy. I'm just talking. I would not want to go into a city surrounded by military. Princess Peach. As the Democrats, yeah. As the Democrats, you gonna take Ivanka. De- that, as, as the Democrats are taking over the Senate, I don't know what they're. I don't know if all of a sudden Chuck Schumer is gonna be coming out with like. I don't know. They can't use guns. No, they use guns. They're allowed to use guns. It's us who can't use guns. Yeah, because we're too stupid for have guns. Citizens aren't allowed to have guns at yeah. all. Yeah, Debbie Feinstein is allowed to open carry in the Senate. Concealed carry? No, she's a concealed firearm. I didn't even think they were allowed to open carry in. I, I, don't, I don't think you can open. Yeah. That's why it's a concealed firearm. But Debbie Feinstein, this woman's in her late eighties, sixty-year-old, sixty-year-old Democrat. Back in heat. Yeah, yeah. She's also the one who had a Chinese spy or was her limo driver for like a decade. So what do you what do you think happens with um? With the rally, but we're probably, well, do you think it turns into this just mag- chaos? Or if the Republicans held the Senate, I think we might have been fine. With them losing, if they lose the Senate tonight, then tomorrow it's all going to depend on how the senators, how long they want to make this, how much they want to rev it up. And I, if the main, if the strategy goal is, is we need time for Trump to complete warp speed, is is that he is the one that has won this war on COVID got the vaccine that is the nuke that is the end bomb that does give everybody that needs help help mm-hmm. he should get to do the next month and a half of rollout and in that way florida can open normally pa can lock down and then we can say like, you can look at florida you can look at pa and mm-hmm. say who do you want to be mm-hmm. and once then florida is going to if florida gets to they're getting all of their seniors vaxxed right now they have a pretty strong level of natural immunity in their general population Next month, they're going to be able to say, everybody who wants a vax can get it. We're not mandating it, mm-hmm. but anybody who wants it can get it. At that point, I think that's open to a lot of people in this country. Mm-hmm. And when Pennsylvania is sitting there going, well, we're, we're going to be more like California, I think that's going to get hot. Is there any talk in Florida about them making it um, mandatory in schools, like for children or anything? Not, no, not. DeSantis has been one of the few people that has been explicitly coming out. Nobody will be made to take the vax. This is not, you're not going to be fired if you don't get it. That's the science. This is just too much. It's too much too soon. This is a good thing. If you're over 75, you should. If you're yeah. not, if don't, you're, unless yeah. you're, if, if you're, you're anxiety, our age, like I'd rather just get the virus yeah, naturally, uh, get I'm sick, at. spend yeah. two weeks off work, mm-hmm. and go back, you know, with... The, then inject the inject because yeah the yeah. mandatory um, vaccination thing makes me nervous. But, mm-hmm. Um, that's gonna like, be more so for I my guess kid, I guess know? I guess mm-hmm. as a final word to our listeners here on that, I'm gonna be watching very closely here over the next couple weeks on whether or not blue states are gonna attempt a mandatory vax. I know that I know that my theory is is that the way that the DNC is gonna stop Florida from opening is they're going to withhold transportation funding. It's because they're going to say this is a liability that our citizens might come to your state and then get the corona since you're not trying to do anything about it. We're not giving you money for your roads. Mm-hmm. And if they do that, Florida might be... We're talking like almost secession talk. What if the if federal Florida government whatever, tries to like put mandatory vaxes on states, Fauci said they're really unlikely. So that means probably, possibly... When he says something's highly unlikely, well, so you're taking it off the table, good doctor? No. Okay. Yeah. I know. I know what the. Well, I mean, are in his position, to be fair, like you can't take anything off the table. Well, he did masks right out of the gate. Well, he came that's and said true. masks don't work <laughs> because because we couldn't handle the truth. He was making his own his own lie. He was using the geese of science to lie to us because he thought he knew what was in our best interest. 
Hmm. Which is now what he's doing. Which he's still not telling us the truth. No, no, he's always trying because right now he's the, the cloth masks do nothing. The people walking around with t-shirts and bandanas on their face no. do absolutely nothing. Nothing. But but there is there is a strong chance that in the next couple of weeks that um Democratic governors do try a nuclear lockdown, and it's based off of Fauci science. So when he's yeah. coming out right now and saying it's unlikely, and in two weeks he says it is, I'll take a victory lap. But. Hmm. That's a long two weeks. You need a board up here. How I many do, do. We do. We do need. <laughs> also, like the hardline stances. I've taken some ridiculous. Like we can I, call it Greg's ego. I yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you saw. We, I moved the um, New Year's to March first. We're not celebrating New Year's until March first. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, it's a May last episode. The logic is it's stupid to start a year in the middle of winter. You already had a big holiday. There's nothing. When how would you want to start a year? You want to spring into it. Well, you want the good days but, ahead of you. But Greg, you don't want two months of snow and then you'll spring back but it's up. The, it's I want to march right into summer. Oh, start my year off the first days, like first day of March. But in, spring South, into the in new South year. America and Africa, this it's the middle of summer. I don't care when they celebrate. <laughs> I don't care when they celebrate their years. They can celebrate a New Year's whenever Whoa, they want. Greg. They can move. They can move their New Year whenever they want to move their calendar. I'm we're, saying we're we, all on the same it's rock. No, it's not a holy day. Space. It's not all. And no, we don't all like other calendars start at all different that times of the, the year. So it's an arbitrary yeah. thing. So I'm saying. For me personally, and people that want to celebrate with me, I think March is a much more better. It's optically better. I think it's emotionally better. And time-wise, you got St. Patrick's Day, fake holiday. Valentine's Day, fake holiday. Right there in the middle of March. Right when summer's coming. A legitimate holiday that's warm. That people. It's a good idea. You don't want to send people outside to watch a ball drop in the middle of flu season in Times Square in the cold. That's way too well, much. Well, they didn't. What, we what did they do? I, I know I seen the mayor was out there Bill de Blasio making out with making a mask, out with a mask on. on. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. no. CNN. Stop it. Take it off the air. Yeah. This is porn. He was out there with his wife dancing there making out with... Uh, didn't take their masks off. Just had them no, on. it kept them on. That's mm-hmm. that, that's like a complete contradiction. Dancing by themselves, too. So mm-hmm. they, they shut the city down, canceled it, went to the canceled event, and then took pictures of themselves <laughs> making out. Like it's like this is, and that's what Cuomo's about to do with the Buffalo game. He oh, canceled man. the whole season, and now is asking for thanks for permission to let everyone in, and he's gonna have a personal football game all for himself. And then there's people out there that wonder why we don't trust a single thing that comes out of these people's mouths. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. This year especially because mm-hmm. they've just they haven't listened to any of the rules that they've implemented, huh? right? Because they're humans too, and these are not rules for human well, beings. It these are really, rules for dude, animals. It, it, like I've been t- talking to a lot of people about this because, like, not not to get on COVID again. I know you guys have yeah, talked a lot about it, but yeah. like, it's been it's so aggravating because okay, they're <laughs> they're not listening to any of the rules. None, none, and and you know they're acting like this is life or death for us. You would, so like, w- what do we, it, what are we supposed to it, do? It, it's, it's like, a, what are we supposed to believe? It, it's a general. It's, very it's, a, it's a general that won't fight won't fight on the front lines of his own army. Mm-hmm. It's a general who's saying, listen, guys, we got to make tough sacrifices, but we're all in this together. And let's assume, give him, the, the senator, the benefit of the doubt, or this governor, that that's what they want to do. Well, here we are, this long later, the science is out, you could be moving, and you're choosing not to. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But the, the one lady who's in, she's one of the union leaders for the teachers' union. She was telling us that we need to not go back to school for the sake of the teachers and the students while she and what was it something else while she's sitting on a beach in puerto yeah Rica. the puerto rican one yeah, no, yeah. there's a state a state union worker for yeah somewhere. and that's but what we're seeing like across the board with all these leaders if you're gonna call it a war at she's least she's getting get, her social points there. do it yourself mm-hmm. like don't 
It's easy to say. Send a tweet. Lock down when you got to get the social points. Well, that, that's what it was. Is she posted a picture on the beach on her social media? That's how dumb these people are. <laughs> she didn't even like just keep it a secret. She wanted to show it off to all of her vain. friends. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But we are expected to take it seriously. We're right. the outlaws in this formation. Yeah. I just I don't know, man. I don't get it. One more update. Are we gonna? Are we do, wait, one more update for the. Do you want to be? Let's be the first one to call the race. Well, we're at twenty six percent reporting now. Dave Portnoy. We're looking at. We have over a million votes in. Dave Portnoy got. In tr- I'm going. This odds. You guys want to check it here? We got Warnock at minus three hundred. Kelly Loeffler going off it. You get double your money if you think you if think if you think she's gonna win. Bet a hundred dollars. You win two twenty. Yeah. With, I mean, what I'm looking at, I can't see what counties have reported though. And now this is the bad one. Which party will be in charge of the Democratic Senate as of this was my big bet that I made on this one was that. And I had the Democrats, but when I made it, it was bet 100, win 150. It was plus 150. Now it's plus 105. Hmm. Republican Party is still the favorite to win the Senate. I think that's a mistake. I'm going to go ahead and say that the, the lines people haven't scored. This was the last line on the page. Yeah, as the votes are coming in, it's pretty much even. People are sticking to party lines from what I'm seeing. The count was done. This was talk about war. I, I look at military campaigns as a war, and when I smell political campaigns <laughs> a, as wars, like they're fought over a duration of time. You have seasons. There are different parts of the war, like different, like a whole different organizational structure. This is a battle where General Abrams knew she had it won before she ever took the field. Mm-hmm. That there was you, she had all, she knew where the attack points, the different spots where she could hide on the field. This was her terrain. The male. That's why. I thought at the beginning the Republicans' best bet was to avoid terrain. Your en- en- the, you avoid terrain, you, you, your enemy has advantage on the male. Right now we knew the male was going to come down to this. Stacey Abrams, the male woman, the male lady. That's her. <laughs> She's bringing in the ballots. Yep. So we're going to end this one here? Yep. yep. All right. Uh, if you've made cool. it this far, subscribe to our channel on any of the platforms we are playing on leave a comment if you're able to on your platform give us a like and send greg a message on twitter he loves the interact at the troutman show i need more people i need if i'm gonna be attacking blue checks i need to get some more likes so they don't put me <laughs> down in the de-boosted column <laughs> later <laughs>